Hey, good afternoon to you. Um, it's, uh, you're on Triple H, 100.1 FM. My name is Ian Stewart. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Rotary Matters. Um, it's really good to be with you on this lovely autumn day. Now, the idea of our programme is to uh, put the spotlight onto some of the many worthy causes, the projects and the people who make up Rotary. Now, how often do we hear the siren of a police car, a fire engine or an ambulance? Too often, I think, but do we ever stop and think what that must be like to be the policeman, uh, the firefighter or the ambulance officer sitting in the vehicle about to encounter a life-threatening situation, often with disastrous consequences? I wonder, do they take this work in their stride? Do they talk about it when they get home? Does the impact of the horror that they have witnessed lurk in their minds forever? Well, for many it does, and for some it leads to post-traumatic stress disorder, making it hard to ever resume their emergency services duties. Well, there is a glimmer of hope. Early stage research, <coughs> early stage research is now being undertaken to identify the triggers of PTSD uh, in emergency services workers, how to address them and how to manage the outcomes. A lot more is still to be done, but a start has been made thanks to the Rotary Emergency Services Community Awards, also known as RESCA, R-E-S-C-A. And that's what we're here to talk about today on Rotary Matters. Now, the Rotary Emergency Services Community Awards cover seven services. I'm sure they're all familiar to you, but just in quickly, there's Fire and Rescue, New South Wales Marine Rescue, Surf Life Saving, New South Wales, New South Wales Ambulance, New South Wales Rural Fire Service, the New South Wales State Emergency Service, and the New South Wales Volunteer Rescue Association. <coughs> the core idea is to recognise people in these services who've gone over and above the call, possibly in discharging their professional duties, displaying great bravery, for example, but it could also be for a contribution that they have made within their wider communities, a leadership position that they have taken, for example. Now, RESCA seeks to salute these exceptional people, but it does more than that, for the programme also supports the Australian Rotary Health Foundation in sponsoring PhD research into PTSD. But that's not all, for the programme also funds a Rotary vocational training team to travel overseas, for example, to Vanuatu or Tonga, to train locals there in disaster preparedness procedures and then to bring them back over to Australia to see how we do it here. Look, it's a great reminder of the selfless work undertaken by our many emergency services workers and how this unsung service can be both recognised and support essential research uh, into the mental health of those who put their lives on the line. With me then on Rotary Matters today I'm delighted to introduce Ron Brown, who chairs the New South Wales Rescue Organising Committee, and Warwick Richardson, who's the incoming chair. And we spoke a day or so ago by Zoom. So today on Rotary Matters, it's a great pleasure to have with us um, two people representing RESCA. Now, RESCA is the acronym, it stands for the Rotary Emergency Services Community Awards. It's been going for a number of years. With me on this call is Ron Brown, He's the current chairman. He's a, going to be retiring soon to take up a position as a direct district governor in Rotary. But also with us is Warwick Richardson, currently the, currently the deputy chair and the incoming chair for RESCA starting 
in the middle of this year. So Rotary Emergency Services Community Awards, Ron Brown. But what is it, please? And how did it how did it first start? So approximately 2011, a wonderful lady called Dot Hennessy OAM, who is a member of the Rotary Club of Wollongong, uh, came up with the concept of saying thank you to emergency services workers uh, and recognising them for what they do in our community, uh, both in their capacity as either a volunteer or paid emergency services uh, officer, but also in what they do because so many people who volunteer contribute in so many other ways in their community. So the Rotary Emergency Services Community Awards were uh, launched. They ran in the Illawarra for about five years. And for about the last nine years now, they've been run here in Sydney as a national, uh, sorry, as a statewide um, New South Wales um, uh, recognition program, which includes all districts of New South Wales, all Rotary districts of New South Wales. So there are branches of emergency services all up and down the coast, all across the state, rural fire service, surf life-saving marine rescue. Um, there are seven agencies in total uh, that are under the remit of the Emergency Services Minister of New South Wales. And in fact, initially only six were in and then Surf Life-Saving joined three years ago when they came under the remit of the Emergency Services Minister. They previously hadn't been included. But they don't just save people on the beach from drowning. They also help out with um, water-based rescues across the state when there are floods and so on in play. So Warwick, would you mind just recapping for us, which are the seven emergency services agencies? Okay, so we have the RFS, <laughs> SES, the uh, Rural Fire and Rescue, and New South Wales Fire and Rescue. We have Ambulance. We have surf life saving and marine rescue. And okay. VRA rescue in New South Wales. <laughs> VRA rescue, yeah. Um, so yes. look, um, most people will know um, some of those uh, agencies, but it may, it may surprise many listeners just how many um, agencies there are providing and performing emergency services work. So thank you for that. Uh, the RESCA um, organisation itself, the governance of that, Ron Brown? Yeah, the governance of it is that it's driven by District 9675, uh, the Rotary District of 9675 in New South Wales, which is the district that Warwick and I are involved in. He's a past district governor, uh, and I'm a future district governor. Uh, and that's because it encompasses the Illawarra where the inception of the program was. But it is incorporating all districts of New South Wales. And we've also enlarged the program so that the ACT is included with their own set of um, uh, awards. And we are this year hopeful that Victoria will jump on board and Queensland are on a watching brief and hopefully will join us in 2024. So... We aim to get this national. We do have a national or OzResca Awards, which is held in October at Government House in Yarralumla with the Governor-General. He's the patron of the national awards. And at the moment, that's been ACT and New South Wales for the last three years. But as I say, this year, we hope to expand that to include Victoria. And um, we also have uh, Western Australia on a watching brief and Tasmania keen to join as well. So we are aiming to eventually become a fully national program under the OzResca Awards, um, having launched as New South Wales Resca initially. And Queensland, is that one of those? Yes, they're on a watching brief this year. We were hopeful okay. they might have joined us this year, but they're um, 
uh, the, the response from the minister was a little bit lukewarm this year, so we're hoping that they can get their minister across the line for next year. <laughs> I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. Now, um, Ron, you mentioned a moment ago Dot Hennessy. Uh, Dot has an Order of Australia medal um, for the yes. work that she has done on, on behalf of she, the she, she has an Order of Australia medal based around her work in vocational education and training, as well as her community service through Rotary. She's been a Rotarian for an awfully long time, um, and she's an absolute dynamo. She, I won't divulge her age, but she's much closer to 100 than you and I are, and um, she is like the Energizer Bunny on steroids. You can't stop her, yeah. can't stop dot. You can't keep a good woman down. Uh, and she's been the driving force behind these awards for, uh, as I say, since 2011, so for, for the last 12, 13 years. Um, and uh, we actually have a youth scholarship in her name that uh, the then Minister Troy Grant announced about four years ago, which is $1,000 of funding towards vocational training either in an individual's vocation, so they're, they, if they want to do a, a trade or a profession, or in training for emergency services specifically. And it's open to youth volunteers between the ages of 18 and 25, but only for the five volunteer agencies. So uh, ambulance and fire and rescue don't get a look in because they're paid uh, agencies, whereas all the others, VRA, rescue, SES, uh, rural Fire Service, Marine Rescue and Surf Life Saving are all volunteer agencies, so they are the ones that look for the young uh, scholar, uh, the young candidates to win that scholarship of $1,000. Okay, so um, it's now mid-April 2023. You're calling for nominations. Um, Warwick, can you just explain to us the application or the nomination process? I mean, if I'm a a member of one of those agencies, can I apply myself or does somebody need to nominate me? Look, yes, you can. It, it's put out through the individual agencies, but also if you go to the district website, which we have for 9675, uh, there is a link there that will take you into the nomination process and you can any outsider uh, nominating one of those volunteers that you think is worthy of the awards. Uh, so, there's, there's multiple ways of being able to um, nominate someone. Right. So is there a form that has to be completed to explain why this nominee should be worthy yeah, of an award? Uh, it's an online form asking for the details or ask for the nominator's name and, and a brief uh, introduction as to why you think they should be nominated and accepted for the awards. So but, um, um, the, the judging of this, Ron Brown, how does this happen? So the judging is done once the nominations close at the end of the month, which will be the 30th of April, uh, or is it the 31st? I can never remember. 30 days of September, April, June. Yeah, 30th 30, of April. 30. Uh, April 30, the nominations close, and then the judging is done by uh, Rotarians across the district, mostly past district governors of uh, Rotary districts of New South Wales. The nominations by the different agencies are split between the various district governors, and they have a couple of weeks to go through and do the uh, judging and, and they allocate scores uh, for their involvement at, um, at community level. So we're looking at their community service over and above the call of their normal duties, which exemplifies Rotary's motto of service above self. We look at their personal attributes and we look at their contribution to their organisation. Now, 
if somebody, for example, has been pulled out of a car wreck in a car accident by an SES volunteer and they just know that it's Dave from um, SES in Wollongong, they can actually go to the website, nominate initially with that information, and then our team will follow up with the SES in Wollongong and get the backup details for that particular person and help fill in and complete the nomination form. So that's why it's a community awards. We want the community to be able to recognise those people that they've been engaged with for the work and, and assistance that they provide as first responders. Welcome back to Rotary Matters. Um, in this program, we profile some of the causes, the projects and the people who make up Rotary. So today we're in conversation with Ron Brown, Ron is Chair of the Remote Rotary Emergency Services Community Awards, a.k.a. RESCA, and the incoming Chair, Warwick Richardson. And I was curious to know which agencies received the most number of submissions. You tend to get more applications for certain agencies. Is there a, a, a skew, for example, towards fire and rescue? Look, it varies from year to year, and given that New South Wales rural fire service has 75,000 volunteers, the obvious deduction is that you'll probably get more uh, nominations from them because there's just more of them out there. But it varies from year to year, Ian. Um, mm -hmm. Some years one agency will have a bunch of uh, nominations and another year a different agency will be the, the top runner. But at the end of the day, we're keen to get all agencies involved. We, we are promoting heavily through social media, through our website, uh, we promote through the districts of Rotary so that the Rotarians use their networks to encourage people to nominate. And obviously all the agencies use their comms out to their branches, sub-branches, depots, units, yeah. call them what they will. Okay, so uh, if anybody knows somebody who you think is worthy of an award, uh, they go onto the District 9675 website and there's a link from there to, to RESCA and there they'll find the appropriate form with which to nominate. Correct. And then, um, Warwick, you've, um, the judging takes place. Are the finalists notified that they are, in fact, a finalist? Yes, yeah, they're notified as finalists, and uh, usually they're invited to bring a, a partner or a support person along with them to the awards presentation on the night, yeah. and we encourage the, the different services to... Um, form table so that brings the numbers up and, and they get the recognition from the, the majority of the different um, people that are probably doing the same as them but like it, it's a great night um, and there's there's always that atmosphere there even though you have your finalists and, and your winners everyone is a winner it's uh, it's probably more people out there that deserve it as well but they're very humble, the, the finalists, when they, they first go up to receive their, their presentation and then at the end of the night they're um, probably a little bit more humbled again and they, they don't really want to um, accept it as an individual. It's more for the group. And do they actually receive a plaque or a trophy or a certificate or something like that? Yeah, they're, they're usually glass trophies, um, mm -hmm. which are um, etched, laser-printed, um, very um, decorative. They're prevented with certificate, and um, the recipients also. I, I believe they receive a check too, don't they, Ron? Yeah. Uh, only the uh, scholarship recipient gets the check. Yeah, there's no checks for the for the uh, standard winners. So each agency ends up with four finalists, Ian, and mm -hmm. from those finalists, one winner is selected, and then from the 
individual winners of each agency out of those seven. There are two overall finalists uh, selected, one in a paid capacity and the other in a volunteer capacity. And it's those two overall winners that go on to the national awards, the Ausresca Awards down in Canberra in October. So um, unfair question, but can you remember who won these in 2022 or, or what their occupations were or what they won the award for? In New South Wales, Tracy Provest from SES, serving in a volunteer capacity, was the winner. And Trudy Gay Prince of New South Wales Ambulance was the officer awarded in serving in a paid capacity. So um, we had some great winners for the year. Karen Joy Lowry from Marine Rescue, uh, Leonie Garvey from New South Wales Rural Fire Service, Richard Lissenden from Surf Life Saving, Peter Sinclair from VRA Rescue and Sean Doohan from Fire and Rescue New South Wales all really, really worthy recipients when you read their bios in the program each year. Um, but again, there can only be, uh, uh, you know, two overall winners that go on to the national awards. And um, I'm trying to remember the name of the lady, but it was one of the ACT uh, finalists who won the overall uh, Ausresca Award of the Year last last year in October. Um, she was a police officer uh, oh, yeah. because ACT includes police in their uh, Resca Awards. Uh, which we don't because it, the police aren't under the emergency services minister in New South Wales. So it's a little bit of a uh, variance there, but uh, at the end of the day, um, she was definitely a very worthy winner. Lynn is the name that springs to mind, but I can't be 100% sure. Had, had, had she done something um, particularly remarkable or spectacular that, that made her stand out? Look, I think, as I say, a lot of these uh, nominees and the winners are long-serving volunteers. They often will be volunteering for two different agencies. They might be Marine Rescue and Rural Fire Service, or they. Oh. Uh, we had a winner a couple of years ago who was a police officer in New South Wales who was a long-term surf life-saving uh, volunteer who was our winner in the volunteer capacity. Um, and so Lynn, the overall winner at, at Ausresca, was um, uh, involved in some, I think, some youth programs that she's been, she's got young kids, so she's very focused on youth. And from memory, that was one of the key things that really tipped things in her favour. But look, every one of them, as Warwick said earlier, every one of them are, are winners just by being nominated. And there's plenty of others out there that deserve to be nominated that probably aren't. And there's one constant theme that does come through, Ian, and that's that nobody volunteers in any of the emergency services for recognition. Mm -hmm. They don't want applause and awards. So they're all very humble about it and embarrassed to a degree by being recognised and rewarded. But we honestly believe at Rotary that their service above self should be recognised and uh, awarded where appropriate. So the, the whole project has got um, two, two dimensions. It's got the presentation of, an, of awards to outstanding people, yes. but there's also beneficiaries of the project. Yes, people that or organisations that benefit um, from it. Can you just um, Warwick? Can you just tell us a little bit about some of those? For example, Australian Rotary Health, I gather, um, is a beneficiary of the awards. How, how does that? It, work? it is okay. So, um, Australian Rotary Health is um, an organisation, non-for-profit, as part of our our Rotary um, group. But it is the largest supporter of research programs uh, in our, like in Australia, um, covering all areas from prostate cancer through to mental um, health. The range, I think there's nearly 14 or 15 different areas that they're heavily involved in in research. 
and what happens to beneficiaries, uh, this is where we select our scholars and they support them for that scholarship. So um, RESCA itself is an organisation, there's a percentage comes in uh, towards their scholarship and then Rotary Health matches that money with the equivalent. So okay. it gives them about a total of $30,000 a year for the term of their um, scholarship. Okay, now I mentioned um, being an emergency services worker, volunteered or paid, comes with a lot of stress. There must be um, outcomes of this uh, for those people which would impact their mental health. First PhD scholar that we awarded the scholarship to is Tara Lell. She happens to be a New South Wales Foreign Rescue employee. Uh, and she has lived experience of suicide. Her brother um, suicided many years ago. And so she, her PhD thesis, which is all but finished now and ready for presentation, focuses on the impact of suicide on fire and rescue or fire, firefighters in particular, uh, because quite often firefighters come to situations uh, where they find people who have suicided and there's definite mental health impacts there. So Post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, was the focus of Tara's PhD, but we also realised that in other uh, agencies, there's a broader remit of mental health issues that can be addressed. So we're currently looking to uh, award a scholarship to our next candidate for uh, research into mental health in other uh, in areas of the other agencies. So firefighters have been um, looked after, so to speak, so we're hopeful we can find somebody who can look at Marine Rescue or um, the Volunteer Rescue Association, VRA, or the State Emergency Services, et cetera. So focus on different areas because they're all obviously facing traumatic situations when they um, do their work as first responders, you know, car accidents, drownings, um, fires, whatever. So we're looking for somebody. So if, if through your network and you can help us promote the fact that, again, on the RESCA website, there is a link to apply for the scholarship through Australian Rotary Health and RESCA. Uh, we'd be really appreciative because we've got the funds sitting there waiting to be, uh, you know, donated to an appropriate recipient for a PhD scholarship. The listeners were talking today with uh, Ron Brown and Warwick Richardson about the Rotary Emergency Services Community Awards. Apart from uh, making a presentation or an award to outstanding people, there is also um, a side effect, if you like, which is funding that is um, put towards research into issues such as the mental health of emergency services workers. Um, there is an appeal there from Ron for uh, nominations uh, in that area. So please check out the RESCO website and get, take yourself to the link that will enable you to do that. Warwick, there is also vocational training work um, element to all of this as well. What what happens here is we bring the services together. One one member from four to five of the emergency services we have, we do an exchange program with um, another country that may be a little bit underdeveloped in their rescue procedures. So our team will go over as a training team and instruct the the people. We're, at the moment, we're putting one together for Tonga. Um, to help them deal with any natural disasters or anything else they might have. And then what happens, they come, they, they send a team of four or five back over here for further training, um, and it just improves. So what we look at is a trainer-based program that goes over there, and then we get their trainers back here and show them how we would do it here. 
So it, it's an educational exercise for both teams because uh, you can understand things are done differently in different countries and they have different disasters to each other as well. The scope for this must be huge. Um, it's fantastic that you're doing this with Tonga, but I'll bet you wouldn't have to look too far to find other very worthy uh, countries and communities that would uh, benefit from this vocational training aspect. No. Well, there has been a team already to Vanuatu, which uh, that was just prior to COVID, and COVID sort of put the cold wash on the one to Tonga for the last two to three years. We've just re-established the links again, and um, we have a good team working on that. We have another um, Zoom meeting later this week for um, bringing the agencies together and getting to source their trainer that they wish to send out on that program. And then we will do the interviews from their nominations as to what we think may work the best for the, the people of Tonga. Well, what a great idea it is, though, to provide the assistance to the trainer who can then spread the word back in their own community. Look, um, Ron and Warwick, thank you very much indeed for your time today explaining Rescue. It's a fantastic um, program. And um, as you've just heard, listeners, it exemplifies Rotary's core motto of putting service above self. How can listeners best assist you at this stage? We're now mid-April. Nominations close at the end of the month. So I guess you're looking for any more nominations? Anything else that they could help you with? Look, they can go on Facebook and share the, the links to the, the nominating process. Right. Um, like this, this whole awards... Uh, Rotary is, is the, I suppose, organisation that's pulling it together. But we also have a lot of great sponsors. And without those sponsors, we wouldn't be able to do vocational training teams. We wouldn't be able to do a lot of things. So it, it's a package. It's not just uh, any individuals or any one team. It's a multiple group of teams coming together and pulling in the same direction for a great result. Well, very good luck we to you. And I was just going to say, we do have we have some wonderful sponsors that do support us, like NRMA, like uh, Firefighters Mutual Bank, uh, like the Rural Fire Services uh, Association. And I'll make a shameless plug here. We're always happy to take some more partners oh. and supporters on board to help sponsor us because the more funds we can raise, the more we can do in terms of funding more scholarships or, or funding more vocational training teams overseas. So it is very much a team effort between Rotary and our support partners. So their names are all on our website. They're on Facebook. So, yes, if people can help us spread the word, that would be fantastic, eh? Okay, listeners, that's another very good avenue through which you can show your support. Um, look, uh, very, very best wishes for this year's project.